Hey, come on. Today we're bringing it with just like mental positivity and and growth and movement and I I think I'm still fully processing this and definitely need more thoughts around it. Um but kind of this thing that was said to me a lot in childhood kept coming up in my mind. So I wanted to bring it here and you know, embrace the reality that you are actually what you think about. Like you are actually bringing about what you think about. And that's a real, real thing. And while I always had a very negative um, experience with what I titled this podcast, right, because it was always passive aggressively used when I was throwing a fit or being crazy or silly, like or being overly dramatic about something, it would be thrown at me. But I think this is one of the truest statements that's ever been used on me because it's actually 100% real. What you're willing to actually believe you deserve, you will get, period. And so today we're talking through like why that matters. What is she even talking about? current reality versus future reality and how important it is that your frequency is matching right now um, because you're really just creating waves for future. So, wow, we gave away a lot right here. Let's go. Hey, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast. You know, this whole journey the entirety of this work really was based on this idea that I had shown up in life feeling fine, feeling just fine about my life. And I had decided that fine wasn't good enough, that I wanted more. And more than anything, I decided that I wanted to live life on my terms for the first time ever. And season one, the very beginning of this podcast, of this daily journal podcast of what a journey out of that place looks like, season one really explores a ton of different paths to what was meant to be my destiny. And now we're moving into season two and there have been twists and turns that I could have never expected starting this a year ago. Starting to just show up and ask questions. And if you want to start all the way back in season one, you can start there. If you're starting a journey, it's a great place. There's a lot of exploratory vision work that happens. There's just a lot of movement through understanding myself better and understanding what I even wanted my terms to be. Now that we're moving into season two, this really becomes sort of the coaching portion of walking, walking that dream taking those first steps, some of the things that might happen to you, some of the things that have happened to me as I explore and move into this new path. And so it's really just meant to walk along with you. If you ever needed someone to hold your hand, you ever needed a community to support you changing and challenging and growing, that's what we're here for. We're here five days a week to help you 
keep growing. That's what the Death of a Dream podcast is all about. And we're so grateful that you're here. Hey, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast, the coolest place that you will ever be. Not even true at all. I don't know where you are right now listening to this, but I imagine it's amazing. Let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness. Okay. And, you know, (laughs) for me, my greatness is usually related to finding myself or growth in different spaces. So I've been working too. And as the world sort of reopens, I don't know if we're going to close back down or reopen. I don't know what's happening, but the world around me right now is reopening a little bit. And so that means that I get to enter back into people spaces and people realities. And for me, with the shifts that I have made in this really forced downtime and forced silence, um, I have to give myself grace in those spaces. And that's super important um, as I'm navigating this sort of new frequency that I'm operating under. And yesterday at points when I was out in the real world, you know, engaging with real people, not over Zoom, with real energies, with real, um, real spaces, I, I found myself challenged by where my frequency went. And I forgot how easy it was to, even though I'm protecting myself, to pick up those energies and to let that exhibit in my emotions. And so I was tested at one point. I did a great job handling and managing and really just staying in control of my own emotions and how I felt my energy towards the situation and not getting distracted by how other people were projecting their negative or intense energies on me. And I felt good about that, right? That's amazing. And then in that same breath, I had an instance where I did a really poor job of handling energies that were coming my way and understanding and and navigating that space. And that's going to continue to happen, right? And so when I came home and I was reflecting, I felt really angry at myself as a whole because of how I had mishandled that situation um, and that moment, right? And really, overall, right, take take the general collection of what happened and overall, great job managing. And hey, we're new here, <laughs> right? Like for me, I just expect to, to go in and win and slay and do it right every time. And I have to give myself grace in this new space, in this new reality that I'm living in. Right. And, and so should all of us, you know, and for me, it really is in making sure that I'm aware of what energy is mine. Um, 
and not taking on someone else's as my own. And in one instance, I did a great job navigating it. In another, I went ahead and masked my own feelings to adapt and make someone else's energy comfortable. And that definitely is a zone that I lived in for a very long time where I could read the energy and I would react as I was being called, right? As I saw appropriate, as would give me, right, the best space possible with that person in that real time. And so now, right, it's a journey. We're not getting there overnight. I am not the master and whiz of all things energy and karmic spaces. Like I, I know that there's a lot of growth to still be had there. And so I have to continue to love myself through those moments, even when I'm not performing the way that I know that I'm capable of in the way that I know that I want, right? And just continue that conversation and make sure that that's not a hateful conversation. Like that's where I wanted to go. Like, Hannah, you mishandled that. Come on. You're better than this. We've grown. You know better. You're protected and you're still sinking into these spaces. And yeah, especially if you've gone down the road of people pleasing, especially if you've used your gifts of being able to to read energies or maybe just have a, a grasp of what people want, right? When they come into a situation, you want to react appropriately so that you get to a better place with that person. You, you can use that for the good of yourself. And I know that that's really hard, right? And so for me yesterday, at some points, I used that energy for the good of myself. I went ahead and chose self over others, over giving them what they want, right? And think about that. When people come in with a with a negative energy or with a anxious or angry energy and you feed into that, you're giving their energy what they want. And right, I can choose to not feed into that and that helps to calm their energy as well, right? Like whereas if I feed into it, it grows and it grows and we all sink down to that frequency. If I'm not right? And I'm choosing happiness and light in those moments that neutralizes where they're at and allows them to, to start to shift to a different perspective, right? To try to focus on something else, because if you aren't impacted, right? And that's what they were going after. Cause if they lower you, we can all go lower and then we can just all hang out there um, and be miserable, but you, you can choose you. And like me, right? We're not going to be perfect at it. It's going to be, you know, this is my first time kind of out in the open as this new person. And so I have to just love myself through it and openly reflect on it, truthfully reflect on it, that I am in a growth space, that I am understanding how to navigate this world in this new era, right? In this new vibration. Hey, I'm not going to be perfect at that. And that's okay, right? Just don't stop at the like frequency in which you feel like you failed. Okay. There isn't failure. There isn't win or loss. Even as I'm reflecting on this, it's like, we did a really great job. 
and we absorbed energy that potentially wasn't ours, but there's no, and I think even when I started this conversation, I think I, I termed it out as good or bad. There's no good or bad, right? I handled energy and I used my own energy to impact possibly some negative energy by just continuing to choose light and continuing to be what I knew to be true to me and not adopt those other frequencies. And I did adopt other people's frequencies. And I think both instances were necessary for me to see growth. And I can grow from that if I'm willing to come back to this space, reflect on what happened, reflect on where I sat on it, and then go out into the world and continue to adopt that practice of reflection and self-awareness. And go. And it is never going to be perfect, right? We are emotional beings. We are constantly flowing into states of good, positive emotion and good, negative emotion. We are supposed to feel the entire spectrum. So I can't sit somewhere and feel the negative energy and not be impacted by that. It's not all just love and light, right? You can let that in. And I let it in. And I was like, is that mine? Do I want that? Do I want to go there? No, I don't. Okay, let it go. But I did experience kind of the hurt of it, right? And I got to choose then as I fully experienced that emotion, right? And I felt the anger and I felt it rising and I got to choose whether or not I wanted to be impacted by that energy. And just continue to grant yourself grace in any new space. Anytime that you level up and you go into a new space, you're going to need more grace than less. And then you'll know when it's necessary. And then as you start to transition out of that, right, like you can get a little cleaner with it. You can get a little more um, strong with what that guidance looks like from yourself once you've gained experience there. Okay. But like, don't just hustle into feeling defeated. I felt like I was like, oh, one and one. That's, we just tied. <laughs> that's, not, that's not good. But like, think about it. That's a huge win for me right now. Even tying is a win. And even just going out into the world is a win. So even if you go out and you're completely overwhelmed and you feel like you've lost, going out is winning. Understanding that you felt those energies is winning, right? And it's all just about taking those baby steps to get to that better place. So that's my great thing. Really just venturing out was a great thing. And then being able to, to read the, the frequency and allow in what I wanted. And then seeing an instance where I maybe didn't do the best job at that, right? Where I maybe didn't, um, where I did adopt someone else's frequency. And we're all learning. Hey, oh, that's where we're at. We're just learning. Okay, so today's episode is, you know, one of the more annoying terms that I heard growing up. And the term isn't bad. And this is what always used to be said to me. This is the title of this podcast for this reason alone. And it used to be said to me when I would like, be crying about something when I'd be upset about something and my mom would come in <laughs> and say, 
what you think about you bring about, which is the truest term that could ever be said. So I appreciate that guidance while it was being said to me. I know that I didn't, but we're going to go ahead and talk about that today. What you think about you bring about because there's no doubt. And I think so many times we use that when we're in a negative energy space, right? And so then we tend to hate that thought, what you think about, you bring about. And I want to shift us to a better place with that phrase. Um, because I, I know growing up how it was used on me. And I know the negative impact that that term had with me. Probably when you read the title of this episode, you were like, ugh. I am not. Um, and maybe some of us were just raised in a very similar situation where that was used very passive aggressively and was supposed to save us from all the lows that we experienced, right? And so then that was supposed to be a trigger to shift us out of a negative headspace. And it didn't work. <laughs> While it was true, it didn't always work. And I think it's just because of, you know, the headspace. Like we aren't meant to transition out of negative headspaces over a snap, right? Over one phrase. We are meant to continue to grow, to continue to feel. And so the fact that we didn't snap out of it may have been because we were being told by our bodies that. We needed to feel this fuller. We needed more time to process this. And so always give those things space. Even now, I know that it's hard. We are still in that transition culture of like lowness. Boo-hoo. What do you think about you bring about? Move on. Smile. Smile. Good girl. Smile. Right? And sometimes our bodies are telling us to hang out here longer, to really process. And that's okay too. Important, vital. It is not all sunshine and rainbows, good people. Okay, so here's the deal. You're living in a current reality, right? And so when 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 I look at successful successful people, and that's totally in quotes because success is a hundred percent specific. We are deeming people successful who are not deeming themselves successful because we don't know, right? Like even when, when you're looking at someone that you would think is successful, do you actually know what success looks like for them? No, probably not. And so anyone who you even categorize as that, you don't know, <laughs> right? And so when we look at successful people, so many times there's something in common and that's their ability to look forward, right? To look at the bigger picture. They're not caught up in this current reality. They're thinking about what's to come and not just thinking and planning about, about what's to come, right? Really believing that that is where they are. And so if you really think about that, what you think about, you bring about is probably one of the truer phases, phrases that has ever been said to us. If you can allow yourself to think a year from now, to think two years from now, three years from now, five years from now, and so often that's where we're told to kind of set our goals, there's a reason. 
And I want to start shifting you into this space where you're talking about those things as if they have already happened. Why? Because you can't get it staying in this want phase, right? And so that's why I always talk about taking that first step so that the world can actually interact with you on this level where you're believing that you are worthy of these things. Because not only what you think about, you bring about what you're willing to believe you bring about. And so when you think about that and think about how the things that you were willing to embrace, you could do or be, you made happen in some instance, right? So even if you were thinking negative things, that this was all that you deserved. It probably happened. Because anything that you're willing to believe, embrace, and think, really think. And you don't even have to fully believe it. But if if you even just will, are willing to write it on a sheet of paper, you can make that thing happen. Right? Your job is the consistency state. And that's not always a consistent, I believe, I believe, I believe. That's a consistent, I'm willing to keep showing up and put putting action into this. Even if that's a very small action, even like create the ripple effect, right? And right now, you're living in the reality of what you were willing to believe two years ago, one year ago, five years ago. Right. And so I like to think about that as I had always believed that I could win a state title and then went and did it. And now I'm like, geez, now that I have this awakening of like, you really are your thoughts you really become whatever you're allowing yourself to believe and put into motion. So like, I just believe that I could be this thing. This is the bigger challenge. If you aren't believing things that are are, are big enough for you, that are important enough for you, that you know that you're being called to, you're probably going to get there faster, right? Because think about it. Ba 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 ba. Hello, right? <laughs> How many things do you get really quick? And you're like, what? What? Huh? What do I do now? Right? Think about how the world is reacting to you and potentially pushing you past something that was too small for you, right? Like it wants you to deliver on that so that you will get the fuck out of there get out. I have bigger things for you. And now hopefully you just saw proof of how powerful you are, of how powerful your intentions are, of how powerful your words and your thoughts and your actions are, right? Because your current reality that you are sitting in right now, you made happen. Whether it's good or bad in your mind, you made it happen. Right. And so me thinking about the lowness that I was planning for my life, really, 
the things that I had had planned and set as goals right in that moment where my dream had died, right? I set things up that were really not true to me, but that's because of the mental headspace that I was in. And so, yes, of course, those things happened. That's exactly what I planned on. I set that intention right there. The problem really wasn't that I didn't set goals. I've always set goals and and planned intentions. And everything that I was willing to believe I could be happened. Hand over hand. Was delivered. Happened. And the things that I wasn't fully allowing myself to believe didn't. Right? And so really start to engage with what it is you're trying to make happen. And your thoughts aren't always going to stay positive. I'm not even going to believe that that exists. I'm going to say it's actually super important as you continue to build your way through this, that you do not stay positive right? That you allow yourself to fully examine what those negative thoughts are, where they're coming from, and what's triggering them. Because you can start to strengthen your response to those things. They're never going to go away. And so even tricking yourself into believing that only positivity happens, that it's all love and light, that low, dark shadow spaces don't exist, really limits your ability to fully grow period. You cannot motivate yourself out of those spaces if you're not willing to acknowledge that they exist. And the masking of that is never going to help you, period, right? Let yourself experience those things. Let yourself examine those shadows. Let them in, let them in, let them in. When they come in, your job really is to reflect, acknowledge, look, fully at that? What are you saying to yourself? What is that negative thought? How does it come up? Why did it come up here? What was I responding to? Am I in an environment where I'm not growing, where I'm not being challenged? Do I need to look at that? Am I surrounding myself with people who are intending to build me up, to grow me? Or am I the highest person up here and do I need to start challenging myself, right? And if we never let those dark things in, if we never allow ourselves to experience lows, we can't really get a good gauge on ourselves. And I don't know if you're aware, it's probably going to be pretty essential for you to know yourself as you continue to venture down this path of life, period. Like you are going to have to know you better than anyone. And so if you're kind of just walking through life and you're like, I just love other people. I don't spend any time on myself because I'm so selfless and loving. You can't help anyone as good as you could if you knew who you were. And I know that that's probably super painful for me to be saying to you. And I love that you're all love and light and and selfless and willing to help. But at some point, your neglect of yourself is going to boil over 
and you are going to be a hurting unit. And I love you too much to let you do that to yourself. You owe it to yourself. Period. And if you spend even more than... This one's going to be hard. If you're spending more than 50% of your time on other people, right? Like, I don't even need you to come together and and go like all in on self-love. And I am not just talking about like doing a face mask. And while all those things are beautiful, I'm talking about you making plans for you right? Making plans for where you want to go, for what you want to believe about yourself, for where you're headed. Because so many times, especially as women, gosh, I love you. I'm so happy, you know? And even men, right? We just get into this flow where we don't really allow ourselves to spend enough time to even make the reality we want a reality. And so, yes, that looks like sitting down and journaling. And when you're journaling those things or when you're setting goals and you should love yourself enough to sit down and do that, even if today it's two minutes, grow that over time, right? Because even if you're willing to plant that first seed, which is just enough self-love that you deserve two minutes of your day for yourself, even if it's just that, you're growing a new reality that can exist later in time, right? You are building things in that will exist over time. You are creating a new reality for yourself, even if you're not perfect at it, even if it's two minutes once a week. You can't grow there if you're not willing to believe you already are that and that you will become that, right? And so when you sit down and you write those things, they should look like they've already happened because we can't continue to be in want reality. We have to cross over into just full reality, right? Because if we're even in I want to be a writer. I want to be a speaker. I want to start a business that's acknowledging and embracing that we aren't that thing. Right? And that would essentially be a negative energy that we're putting towards that thing, even though it seems like, right? It seems like we're headed the right direction. Still acknowledging want is acknowledging a world that it may not happen. Right? I want to. I want to. I want to. We're acknowledging that it is is potentially not going to be a reality. I am a writer. Right? And when you write those things for the first time, when you say them for the first time, they are going to seem extremely offensive to the realities in your mind, but that's how you start to shift them. I am a writer. I am a speaker. Right? And then you start to act you start to match that frequency, right? But we have to cross out of want and into reality. That's how we start to make it happen. Period. 
what you think about you bring about. And yes, even changing the word want to am is a major shift in your mental reality. It shifts you into a space of what you accept and believe as true. And then you start to see it coming true. And then you start to see things shifting and happening because remember, we're all going out and confirming beliefs that we hold. So if we believe that we are a writer, we're going to search to acknowledge that. If we believe that we are great, we're going to search and look for things that are great. If we want to believe that we are a writer, we will search for potentially things that are telling us we aren't, right? Or kind of search for things that tell us that we are, but we're not as direct about it, right? When we start to shift our realities, when we start to shift into what we think about, we bring about, we can actually create our future reality. Right now, every vibration that you are putting out is building what's going to come later on. So even if it's like a small little ripple, you're starting to shift things that are coming to you. So even if things aren't paying off for you right now, and that's why I say like the biggest thing is consistency, right? Even if they're not paying off right now and you see that time and time again, even when people come on and they teach you and they try to tell you, well, this is what I did, right? There's always that moment where they go, but really, I can't even tell you that it was any one thing. It was just the collective movement forward, right? It was just the frequency matching that was happening with them. That's why there isn't really one good way to do anything. So the one good way to do everything is to consistently move forward and allow energy to match your thought. And your thoughts have to be thinking and moving forward too. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, want to check out more on the death of a dream and on me, your host. Uh, You can head over to hannahness.com. That's where you'll find everything, everything that there is to know about me, the work that I do, and about where the death of a dream comes from. We have blog posts there. You can sign up for the newsletter, which is basically just a guide on how you navigate through the things that we talk about every week. So head over there. You can also find all of my beautiful guests over on my Instagram. We have YouTube. We have the book. We got all the things. If you want to connect, you have questions, you need more help than we've given you on the podcast, go ahead and head over there. I'd love to connect with you.